Thank you for joining us on this episode for Journey of ANR. My name is Armid. I'm Rochelle. On this episode, we want to talk about the patriarchal society that we live in and the gender expectations roles that are placed on people and how it impacts our lives. So for me, one of the most prominent things about gender roles, especially being that I'm a woman, that always affected me was the fact that women were expected to be docile, pretty much not have an opinion, you know, the maid, and to go along just to get along. I remember growing up and it was just like, women were expected to get up early on the weekends to clean and do all these things. And it was just like, but the boys were not expected to do that. They were just expected to get up and go have fun and enjoy their life. And the other thing that was really shocking for me was the fact that I remember a family member when I was, well, we're all in high school. That was like the first boyfriend or whatever. And then she, then later on, the family found out that this guy was actually abusive. And it was weird because her mom tried to convince her to stay with this guy after the daughter pretty much disclosed to her that this man was abusive. And it was just like, no, if you, if this is the person you know, you, this is the only person you've had sex with, you can't have, it's like, you have to stay with them because now that you guys had sex to get, like, had sex, it's like, and he was your only partner. So he has to be your only partner for life. And I thought that was just really, really crazy because here's this young girl being taught to about like 17 going on 18 whatever being told by her mother that she has to be she has to stay with this one guy this is like the end of her life who is who has hit her literally and I thought that was really interesting and you know it was the same dynamic of women were being taught to be this docile get along to you know go along to get along be a wife and I feel like while women are groomed to be this wife, this, you know, societal ex, like whatever society expects of them, I feel like men are allowed to go and conquer whether it is other people's daughters in terms of heterosexual males or, you know, whatever they want to do, their career. Whereas women are taught to adhere to the image of, of males in society. It's like you're there for their eye candy in a way and for their pleasure. So do you remember any of that impacting you? The fact that the expectation of women is to create happiness for men as opposed to going out to conquer their world? Like, you know, the world, actually not their world, but the world. No, I don't think it affected me until probably I came to the U.S. where I felt like it was it became something that's like right in the front page. I feel like growing up, 
but maybe but then again it, it could be because I was younger like looking at my my mom or my uncle or whoever it is in my family who were older I felt like they were always driven like my grandfather always made sure that my parents my mom and my uncle and my aunt like they like school was always important so and becoming something was always important it's like you had to make sure you do something with yourself like make sure you work hard and get a job or get like graduate school so that was something that was instilled in them and I felt like that became something that was instilled in me but it wasn't like oh you know you're a woman you're expected to do this and that however I do know that growing up the idea of getting married was always something that was important for not necessarily for my family but around me like kind of like it's something that I've noticed it was like once they start getting older or based on the conversation they're having with other women um, in their own circle, like I could hear like, oh, you know, are you ready to get married? Oh, you with that person? Are you going to get married with that person? Is, you know, or if they broke up and it's like, oh, I thought they were going to end up marrying each other, especially, like you said, especially because of this or because of that. There was always that under low expectation that you will end up marrying the first person that you're with or just getting married period I felt like when you are a woman and even though you do get the job or you do complete school which was appreciated around me but there was still that underlying expectation that, you know, they don't want you to stay by yourself. You need, you still need a man, you still need a companion. And I felt like you, there was that respect that you get if you do like all these things. So it was almost as if it was like a, like a step or rite of passage as a woman for you to become that like, yes, you graduate school. Yes, you're gonna get a great job. Yes, you go to universities, but yes, also you need to get the men in, get married and get a kid. But if you do that before, like let's say you get a kid before you, you get married or something like that, not that they look down on you, but there was a different relationship, I feel like based on the people that I observe around me. But in terms of, an impact on me it didn't happen until probably now I feel like now I remember when I came here and I'm I'm in high school and I remember I told my parents well I mean I'm gonna stay home till I'm 30 I'm not gonna move anywhere I'm gonna save all my money like there's no reason for me and my parents were like well no you're not gonna do that you're gonna make sure you finish school and then find you a man and then get married. It was as if those were already the expectation. Then I was like, no, what if I don't want to get married? What if I don't want kids? What if I don't want that? What if I don't want this? And I felt like that alone was a challenge. Not that I, on purpose, but it was a challenge for my parents in a way because it was kind of like, 
but that's the order, but not really the order, which kind of like opened their eyes in a little bit. Cause I feel like now it's more like, well, you're doing great. You are successful. You know, you have a career and blah, blah, blah. But on the low, they still like, so are you going to find somebody? Are you going to marry somebody? Are you going to have a kid? Inside the conversation is still there. The expectation is still there, but it's not as high up as I would like as when I was probably younger. So as an impact, it hasn't necessarily impacted me heavily, but uh, the conversation has been there. The, the expectation are still there. I've seen, for example, I've seen my aunt taking a different role compared to my uncle. My aunt, not only she's nurturing, like as a woman, she's the wife, she's the, you know, she's the caregiver, she's the caretaker and all of that. But at the same time, she's a very, she's also a hardworking person. She works hard. She also part of the breadwinning. So she's like making sure she goes to work and do all these things. And she's still doing all the stuff that she needs to do in her kid's life. So I've seen both sides in terms of how it would have affect me personally. Yeah, because I've experienced both sides in a way. I've seen my family, my the women, especially the women in my life being hard worker providers and also nurturing, like kind of like meet the modern era of, of gender roles and also the traditional. The impact that it has brought in my life was that it made me more driven. Personally, I feel like I can do both. I can be at home and do all the things that are expected. Like I can live by myself and do all the things that are expected without calling somebody to come and step in for me. At the same time, I can also be a mother or I would love to be a mother and take care of babies. I love babies. So it's like, I still expect, like, like I still know that in my life, I, I can do both. And that doesn't make me feel less of a woman or anything like that. And I'm not, with, with my own partner, I wouldn't take away his role either. Like meaning that when it's time for him to do the things that he needs to do, I will let him do the things that he needs to do. Like you need to be, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna make you feel less of this of the person that you are traditionally. Like, let's say if I'm with somebody who's very traditional, I won't take that away from you. But at the same time, that's not gonna keep me from being independent from you. Like, I think that sometimes people mistake that a little bit. Like, just because a woman is independent, that means that they can't be, they can't also be traditional. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But it's like, you're driven, you're, you're a hardworking person. So that's mean you don't give the men their right. And I think that you can still do both and still give a man their right and still respect them and do those things. What, what do you think about that? What do you mean give a man their right? I'm a little like the, In the sense I'm talking about in the traditional sense, right? Uh, like, like I said, like a man who's very traditional, let's say a man who's like, Let's say a man around the house is like, I'm the one that's supposed to change the light bulb. I'm the one that's supposed to do this, do that. 
and the man is still expecting that you will let him take charge in terms of certain things that are more quote-unquote manly like would you let him do those things i mean if he wants to take out the garbage i'm so okay with that <laughs> like you know would you let him do those like, like for example when he's in the house would you let him take the garbage out or if he's busy would you wait till he's ready to like would you wait till he's free to take the to take the garbage out or would you do it since you're free I think that in any relationship, you guys define your own roles. But if yes, if your role is to take out the garbage and you, you adhere to your role, you, you're the garbage person. Trust me, I have no problem letting you take out the garbage. I am very patient. I will let you take out the garbage as long as the, I don't have to take out the garbage. And I think it's for anything. like garbage. Huh? No, I'm just saying, but I think in the larger aspect of it all is respect and being patient and working with that person. You know, let's just say you take care of the maintenance of the vehicles because, you know, you feel like that's a man stuff. When you go to the mechanic, they're not going to try to jip you because men tend to speak to other men differently than they do women, especially if a woman's not knowledgeable in that field regardless of what it is so if that's what you that's what we agree to that's what you're going to play that's what we're going to play because i think relationships are supposed to be a dual thing it's two people in it and you've decided to you pretty much made a contract especially when you're married yes like we hope love is involved but in reality it's also a it's a contract you're making to to, for two people to work on something together, especially when it comes to family and things like that. I don't think that anyone should, you know, cause our boundary and try to make somebody else feel li- little. Like, let's say you travel and you had to travel and there's garbage or piling there. I'm not going to wait three weeks because you're stuck somewhere to put out the garbage, but you best believe the minute you come back, your role as a garbage taker, putting on the curb, don't worry, it will still be here for you. But that's just respect. I think there's a difference between the fact that you, most women, I, in my opinion, can survive at this point without the need of a man, just like most men can survive without the input or the part of a woman, of a woman. However, I feel like, again, it's about understanding each other. I guess this goes back to boundaries. You know, if this is what the person, that's what makes the person feel important or like they're contributing to the relationship, however it feels like, it, that's what they feel like they're protecting you because they don't want you to go outside in the dark and put out the garbage because, or lift this something heavy. It's like, just give that to that person. It's not that big of a deal to feel like, well, if he does this and he's going to be controlling me, I don't want him to feel that way. Then you probably shouldn't even be in that relationship because if that's how you're going to take it. But I feel like relationship is has a lot to do with communication. And also there's nothing wrong with people deciding that, you know, we're both going to work and we're going to go 50-50. Or... If that's what works for you, that's what works for you, which brings me to the idea, like, you know, a lot of times, like, 
lately, especially like out here, it's like men don't care what a woman does for a living. And on one breath, they'd be like, oh, men don't care what a, um, what a woman does for a living or how much money she makes because it's kind of like, well, I kind of just, I just want you to be there. You understand what I'm saying to you? You're like arm candy. But then there comes uh, other ones where it's like, well, I want to go 50-50. So it always kind of, I don't know, it always makes me think, you know, I guess because I'm a Christian or whatever, that kind of puts it into it. It's like the whole idea of man is supposed to provide, protect, and profess. So in that idea, I'm thinking like, one of the trends is that women who make more money than men traditionally end up being single so then it's kind of like as a woman do you want to be the breadwinner of the household while the man stays home and takes care of the children not to even answer a question with a question but it's almost as if I guess my question to that question not to even not even to you but to that question it's like why does it matter? Like, but no, not why does it matter? Why, one, why, why does it matter? <laughs> Two, why is it a problem that a woman become the breadwinner? But this is a thing though. That's what the society is coming to. It's like you have a society where it's kind of like everyone, this is a problem. The problem is everyone's always trying to find like, a cookie cutter way of how society is supposed to be work to work in which in reality that's what always makes it messed up because then you'll have it where women is saying oh if you're not a stay-at-home wife then like somehow something's wrong with you or why are you working that means you're not a high value right it's like or if you go half and half then you know oh then again, you're not value. He's not value. He's not high value, or you're not high value enough for him to just, you know, pay for your whole life. It's all about getting somebody to fund people's life, and then it comes to the point where also where you have men who, or I feel like, are securing them in their body, their self, their masculinity, and they're like, well, you know, I feel like. I love you, let's just say, I love you this much to allow you to pursue your dream. And like I was talking about before, where men always have the ability to go conquer the world. Because at the end of the day, when a woman gets pregnant, she has that baby inside of her for up to 40 weeks or possibly a little more, right? So that holds her back. The man always can go out and there's nothing holding him back, right? So I feel like a man willing to sacrifice that way, not only she already sacrificed like literally like a year of her life and there's so to have that child and literally possibly taking the, putting herself in danger of possibly dying in childbirth, right? And he's willing to sacrifice that for the woman of, you know, that he loved to, to conquer her dreams I feel like men other men put like judge him like somehow oh you're a female because why aren't you doing this and then this also goes into the idea of what does it mean to provide protect and profess 
So is providing literally means I only provide financially? Does protecting means that the likelihood, depending on where you live, where somebody's going to run inside your house every single day, like we know things like that happen, but where they're going to have to fight another man off of you all day, every day, that's different. And what, how do you, who gets to decide how somebody profess their love to you? Um, yeah, to you. Like, isn't it about how you expect that person, you and that person communicate in terms of professing your love? And I think that's the point society is coming in. Like when the w- woman is a breadwinner, it seems to be like an issue. The issue is a double standard part, <laughs> right? I feel like the issue is the double standard part. It's like a woman can court a man. There's not like that. Like that doesn't mean I'm like what I don't know. I don't have a bigger ego or whatever. I might just feel comfortable to court a man to just come and ask you out. There's nothing wrong with that. But yes, you're right. Society probably do have a problem with that, or. A woman can be the breadwinner, but then again, society still have a problem with that. I feel like what we as women feel like is a balance, a lot of people in society feel like it's an imbalance. Like things that we like, okay, we deserve this. We can do this and still be equally as men. Some people who are transitional feel like, no, you are kind of like, shifting the weight of the scale and that's not a good thing like it was equal the way it was it was perfect the way it was and you are shifting it like I feel like it's just a double standard that's around this that way of thinking that makes it so uncomfortable for a lot of people to accept like you were talking about that and I was thinking of something completely different at the same time for example, what about when a man can't give you children? Since our role as women, let's say, is supposed to be caring, nurturing, being becoming a mother. Let's not even let's 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 kind of like put a pause on the on the money part, on the like providing part. As a mom, I'm supposed to be a mom, but you can't give me a kid. Does that mean that you are less of a man, even though you are the breadwinner? Okay, you are providing for the high, the house. You are still, let's say, you are still doing all the things that you're going to do. Does that make you less of a man? I feel like society kind of like shifted. Most of, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like long time ago, it's like, if you couldn't get pregnant, the man wasn't the issue. You were the issue as the woman. It was never the man's problem. It was always the woman's problem. I mean, even now, it's, it's it feels like it's still like that. Like, I, I mean, maybe I watch too much TV, but I, like, I was watching a show and there's this couple who, who's trying to get pregnant and they tried everything to get pregnant, right? And the girl just couldn't get pregnant. And the girl, guess what? The girl is doing the same job as the guy. They are both very like active officers, whatever, right? The girl said, because she could, she, she took a test and she couldn't get pregnant. And she said, I'm sorry, I don't want to disappoint you. 
And like, it just hit me and I'm like, but how are you disappointing him? What if he's the one disappointing you? Like, why can't it be the, the opposite way? Like, or why does it matter who's disappointing each other? Why me not being able to have kids is a disappointment to you? Why I'm less of a person if I can't give you kids? Like, I just can't understand that. Like, I'm sorry, whoever's gonna be my husband, I'm just gonna put it out there for you just in case you hear this. If I can't give you, if well, if God cannot bless me with a kid, I, I'm not disappointing you and I'm not disappointing myself because it just wasn't meant to be. I'm okay with that. The same way if me and you couldn't be together, I'm not disappointing you or you're not disappointing me. We just were not meant to be. And I'm gonna keep it pushing. But I feel like society in itself and even the people around us also looked at us in that way that makes us feel like a disappointment too. They might not say it anymore out loud, but I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, she just couldn't get pregnant. Oh, she's this, she's that. But the man, for some reason, is like, oh, we like, it's like, it's a big deal. It's like, let's not talk about that. Or they just don't want to recognize that part. And I think that there are so many aspects in our life, whether it's financially, emotionally we are still that scale is never gonna be equal I feel like it's always gonna be a fight in that level for in terms of in terms of women and what how they sing how they being how they perceive in as their role in things you know I guess my next question in regards to that is that what else can be done like aside from if whatever we think in the in the workforce in a relationship, how can a woman make sure they whatever they earn or whatever the, the role that they are playing is not being seen as or judged like in a negative way? You know what I mean? Like for example, I'm gonna give you another example. I had a I had a supervisor of mine when I first started working in. And because she was like fierce, like when I mean fierce, like when she gives you direction and things like that, like she was, she had discipline. But I also had a coworker, a male coworker of mine who just couldn't stand her. Meanwhile, for me, it was the perfect person to work with. Like our dynamic was like flawless because I felt like we just could work together. She was decisive. I was hands-on and it was like good. But for him because he wasn't good at what he's doing, he just couldn't stand her because she was too driven. She was too disciplined for him. Like she was too on top of things. Like, it's like, why spreading things about her or talking bad behind her, her back, just because she's in a leadership role and she's bossing you around and you just don't like it. Like, I feel like women are also dealing with that in the background. It's like, we work hard to be in a position that we deserve, but then again, we also not getting the respect with it. Like compared to if it was a male that's telling you, okay, go do this, you will do it. Like, how can we as a woman change the narrative, I guess, of it? I don't think you can change the perception or narrative for somebody else. I think what it is is that you keep pushing because 
I think when men and other men interact, I was listening to this, to this person speak. And he said, you know, men understand other men are killers, right? Because they're men, they understand that, you know, you disrespect another man, the slightest disrespect can take, you know, can tip the scale and they'll, how they'll react, how far a man will go. You know, so there seems to be this type of fear that goes with the, along with that, yo, I'm not going to cross this boundary with another man because, you know, I don't know how, I know how I'll react as a man. And so he might just come in, you know. However, when it comes to me, from what you just described, it sounds to me like that guy probably bought into the traditional role of, you know, and I feel like a lot of men, especially when they have to deal with women as the leader and they pop, they have an unhealthy relationship with women in their life or an unhealthy relationship with their father of their expectation of masculinity, they have a hard time taking direction at work from women. Because you have to understand, you signed up for this job. It's a job, which is why I always laugh at people. Like so not laugh at them, but I, it's a job. I'm here from this time to this time. You, you're supposed to tell me what to do. I don't even care if you're green. All I care, tell me my expectations. I meet your expectations. I do what I'm supposed to do and we're done. But people have a thing where they put this emotion into it, especially if you have that unhealthy relationship. And so you're seeing her as bossy. She's not bossy. She's her job is to run this office. Her job is to run this school, this program. So she's running the program. These are things that she's privy to information you're not privy to. If you want that, then you go and be in her position. It's not that hard. But because as much as like men like to say they don't, they're not emotional, because you're so emotional, you are thinking, oh, you know, she's bossy. No. She has what society told you is the masculine role that you're supposed to be in, but she beat you to it because she's just better. It has nothing to do with her feminine side. It has nothing to do with her masculine side. It has nothing to do with neither one on your side. And which was one of the things I remember growing up was like, I like, especially when I lived in Haiti, I had to be, you know, like how they do one, two, three, like the highest grade in school. I had to be number one. If it was a girl that was number one, that was number two, I was cool with that. But if it was a guy, it was just like, I have to beat the guy. Like, I never saw women as my competition. I Because I always felt like men always somehow thought they were automatically better than women. I don't know. For me, Haiti is very patriarchal to the sense in terms of how I grew up. So I always felt like, okay, you know what? One thing I have over these guys around me is my intelligence. So I'm always going to get the highest grade in this class. And if it's not me, it better be another girl. Because I felt like because of that lack of respect, it's like you don't respect us because we're women. And a lot of it also comes from that person's family and how they were raised because they saw women in this fold of being subservient, not submissive, which is different from being subservient. So they just say, 
oh, you know, you women out here in this world are subservient. But I wasn't brought up to be subservient to you. So it was just like, no, like I, I was just, that's always been my thing. Like I never felt like, not that like women are not as smart as me, as me, that's not what I'm saying, but I always felt like I, my competition in the person to overcome was the men because they automatically thought, think like they have logic, they have no emotion. When in reality, men are so emotional. So I don't understand like the idea that they don't cry, maybe that's the issue, but they are super emotional. And because I feel like women are more aware that, and because we're allowed to cry and all of that, so that helps us work through our emotional side, which, which is a strength as much as we want to make it a weakness. Whereas you not working through your emotions and how things impact you, that hinders your ability to move on and grow. So my thing when you're talking about the fact that he felt he was starting rumors and stuff like that, that sounds like an internal issue. And that sounds like something a lot of men deal with, which is interesting because that brings me to the idea of the wage gap right in the sense like a lot of women who were probably in her the same role as her versus the men who were in the same role as her the men probably got paid more and men who were probably in his role probably make closer to what she was making and while she was doing she had more responsibility which actually brings me another experience I had I remember when I was in college I had this job and I was supposed to be like supervisor in some way of this, this contract that we have, right? And then I realized like another person who did less than I did was making more money than me. I don't know if it's my personality or how I was brought up. I literally, when the person said that, I literally went straight to my supervisor and I was like, if you don't change my wage today, I quit. And they were like, wait, what do you mean? I was like, why does he get paid more than me and I do more than him? And I've been working here longer than him. And it was like literally my wage got changed for like the time, like pretty much like they back paid me all of that. But I think that also had to do with the fact that like, in a way, me standing up for myself is actually a masculine trait, right? But I don't. I was brought up in a way like in certain things, especially with life experience, was just like one thing you were never going to do is bully me, right? Like I wasn't. My mom was like, "You hit somebody, hit you, you hit them twice as hard until they stop, or you you teach them a lesson." Like that's so these things were things that I learned, but a lot of times women don't speak up. I mean, I've even had it where, you know, which is so funny because one time I actually, I, I, do, I, I did audits and I found out how much somebody else made. I can't talk about it because we audited HR and, you know, you're looking at people, their pay grade and all of that like so interesting like how I saw the dynamics on how much people get paid so I would have to say like luckily the place like that that happened that they're pretty much fair wage it's more about your experience your degree and that's 
everybody gets offered the same thing. It's not about your sex or whatever. I, I mean, there are other things, obviously no place is perfect, but I would have to say in terms of that dynamic where it's your degree, your experience, and everybody gets, whether you're man, woman, you get offered the same salary. Obviously you can, you know, talk about your salary, but the base salary is offered to everyone, whether you accept it or not, is the same. But to say that though, it's, you have, to me, one of the things as women is a lot of times, a lot of times we're so, we want to be stuck in this feminine role, like locked in, like you don't want to be seen like unfeminine, like, you know, you're masculine. So you're not going to stand up for yourself. And which to me, I don't like, I don't know how to not stand up for myself. Like, I I just don't know. Like, there's no way I'm going to let you do something to me. And I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I I just don't know how to do that. And I guess that's the masculine (laughs) in me. Maybe I was, I'm a man, you know, I'm be the girliest man ever because I'm about my lipstick, my makeup, my all of that, but I'm not about to let you run me over. That's not happening. I don't care. (laughs) So to me, in terms of the wage gap, I feel like the article like we're reading was like talking about, you know, Yale and Connecticut, like I think UConn or whatever it was, that they were being audited. And I feel like that should definitely happen for the simple fact that if someone comes in to your business or your office to HR, HR should be offering the same package to the same people. And of course, it's the the wage should increase with time. Like don't offer someone a package that you were offering in 2010, it's 2021. So obviously the wage increase should happen, but don't offer, when you start offering a, like different people, different, packages that's when you end up with that wage gap and I feel like it does need to be more like this person comes this is good criteria this is a criteria one criteria two like there are entry positions where people start out I think five to ten k less because they have a bachelor's degree versus a master's degree so it's in that sense though it's it doesn't matter if you're male or female it's all about to me, there's fairness because you're going to prove yourself, right? But the next thing that comes into mind is like, as a woman, you get married. And to me, it's one thing when you take parental leave. I don't want to say, what is that word? Like, I, I like to say parental leave because I feel like men or women should be able to say, take, take it, right? I don't think it should be like, well, huh. is it maternity leave or- yeah, maternity leave. I don't like that maternity leave. It's parental leave because I feel like men should be able to bond with, take time to bond with their child, take care of their child, learn how to change diapers. I mean, yeah, definitely my husband should learn how to do that. <laughs> no, no, actually now, I feel like now in this age, more men are actually taking paternity leave and it's like, it's happening a lot. Well, especially I'm looking at my school. I had a lot of dad who were on leave this year because they're white. They just got a new baby and, you know, and now it's happening more than before, for sure. 
I mean, I think that's important. People keep acting like women are the only people who need to bond with these children. No, you men need to bond with these children because in reality, the woman already has 40 weeks, they're 40 weeks ahead of you bonding with that child. Because it is like, yes, you were right next to that child, next to the mom the whole time. Let's just say uh, she went to the bathroom by herself. You, she went, to, especially she went to work or one of you guys worked. So there were times where you weren't literally next to her. So she was bonding with her child. This child's literally inside of them. So people seem to think that, you know, every child needs two parents. I don't care if it's two of the same sex, but to me, it gives you a balance in life because no two people are exactly alike because even twins or usually, you know, they have differences in themselves. Like, so you're, you shouldn't be brought up with one side of view of society because at the end of the day, a lot of the things we learn is from the home. So I think, I think both parents should be bonding with that child. The one who carried the baby to term, or if you had someone else carry the baby for you guys, I feel like it's important to give that relationship to that child because they also, that's their first point of dealing with people who are different you know, and seeing characteristics in people who are different. But I feel like women would lose years of experience in the work field, which held them back in terms of being able to demand a higher salary because while they, let's just say they waited till their child was in the first grade. So they waited five years to return to the field. This man got five years of experience. And so that brought me back to the idea where if a man decides to stay home, I don't understand why society, it puts so much pressure on them being the breadwinner. So I don't know. I don't know if you have any experience with the wage gap or like, you know, the fact that men would get more or even the idea of, do you think standing up for yourself makes you more masculine? When it comes to the wage gap, I do think that it does happen, right? Like a lot of places, especially places where they do not, like not monitor it, but there's no other way to scale somebody else getting a raise. Like it happens more often than we know. I work for the city and the way that they do that is like, like you said, it's based on experience. It's based on experience and qualification. So every teachers get paid the same thing, but it depends on when you enter. It depends on the year you enter the, the system. It also depends on your qualification. And it also depends on your experience. Like, let's say I'm a new teacher. I never thought before, I just came straight out of college and start teaching compared to you who used to teach abroad or something like that. Your pay was definitely, will definitely be different than my pay. So I think that kind of like somewhat makes it a little bit fair, but I think the part that makes it unfair in that situation when it comes to the city, but also it goes back to people. It depends on who is helping you. Meaning that there's a, there's a, I feel like based on things that I've, I've observed, it depends on who's gonna push you forward, right? 
you might have people who are like who favors more male than female like let's say if your supervisor is very traditional no matter how hard you work they might always find something to hold you down or to make sure you don't get the next promotion or to make sure like oh i'm gonna hire somebody else that i feel like is more qualified than you right even though you are still here you are present and i feel like that's where they get you and they can use as many excuses as they want um, and it's still going to look like that. Like you pass me over for this promotion or you pass me over for that, for that project. Meanwhile, you know, I'm qualified for this project Well, I can do this well, I can do that. I feel like that's where that come into play when it comes to, um, the department of education, well, especially in, a, in the school system, but when it comes to money, I'm not sure yet. I feel like everything goes to the central system for the money. So it kind of like shifted in terms of gender. But do you feel like standing up for yourself, like speaking up is pretty much a masculine trait? Like should women not speak up for themselves? Actually, I think women should speak up for themselves. Actually, I think women should speak really loud for themselves because I feel like when you don't speak up for yourself, people tends to walk all over you. I think there's a way you can do it without being too much. But I think that speaking up for yourself is always the right things to do. It's always important to stand up for it, like for what you believe in, whatever it is. I know that it's a, like a lot of people feel, sometimes fears come into play to that, with that, I feel like. Because some women, they are afraid to speak up for themselves because they are afraid that, well, I'm dispensable, Right. Like they might fire me or they might like, you know, you're going to get punished for, for speaking up. But I think that there's also a respect that comes with it. Like when you make sure people understand where you're coming from or by just putting your foot down, it's just changed people's view. They either accept you or not accept you. And sometimes somebody just need a reminder that, you're just here for business. You're not here to play. You're not here to be submissive. You're not here to follow other, like order uh, in general. That's not, that's not your role. You like, you know, you went to school, you, you did all the things that you needed to do to be here. You are qualified. Right. And I think that sometimes some people just need a reminder and <laughs> reminding them is always great. I, I can't recall of a time that I had to, to do that. Not, not, not in that sense, actually. Not, not in the sense of whether it was based on pay and things like that. I don't recall I had to do that. But I feel like usually if they ask me a question, if I can give you an honest answer or I can tell you where I'm standing, I just do it. If I'm mad about something, you will know that I'm mad about it. And I'm very direct in a sense. Like if I'm gonna, it's it's a weird dynamic to be honest. I feel like everybody who work with me knows that if I'm gonna be blunt about something, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I'm just gonna say what I gotta say. But it, it's not necessarily, I feel like my, the way I handle things is not necessarily about speaking up for myself. It's more like, I, like I just, I'm just honest with the way I feel about certain things, right? But, um, but I do think people, especially women, should speak up for themselves if they feel like they're in a situation where they either 
need you need a raise or you feel uncomfortable or you feel like you're not being treated fairly or whatever it is like making sure the person understand the, the opposite person or whoever it is your supervisor or whoever like just make sure they they know where you stand and I feel like that makes a lot of difference because sometimes people take advantage of our silence and you know just making sure like they know that You know, so I was just thinking, and all of this, which brings us back to the fact that to me, I feel like in society, women, even when it comes to the stems, let's just say, right? So women have been pushed to these feminine roles or like society, women were seen as the secretary. And now we see women you know, being CEOs, vice presidents, and all these roles that are traditionally held by males, right? So with the lockdown happening, right? And I feel like even the women have progressed in terms of the professional role. I feel like the women still had to carry the domestic role with them. And I don't see as many men while women are pretty much, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, let's just say, right, career ladder. I feel like the role at home still mostly remain on their shoulder as opposed to whereas men would actually help alleviate that. So to me, it's like men are sometimes still stuck in that traditional role. And a lot of times are not understanding or want things to stay in that way with your friend, like not your friend, but you know, the coworker who had a hard time taking directions. But so to me, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but what I'm trying to say, it's like, while women, we are expanding but I feel like we're expanding while still carrying the load at home and we're adding to our plate and our counterpart is not actually helping us a lot of times with the fact that, you know, we have things at home that we still handle after working 40 hours. And to me, I don't know about everybody's relationship dynamics I understand is different, but I feel like that's the expectation. Like when someone says, oh, I don't care what a woman, when not someone, when a man's like, I don't care how much a woman makes, I don't care about their jobs and stuff like that. To me, actually says, also, you don't care about the stress that they get at work. You go to work, you're stressed, you want to come home and relax. She goes to work, she's stressed. And because you're like, well, I don't care about how much she makes that means if you know how much she makes that also tells you how much stress she's under because obviously the higher your salary the greater the responsibilities so I feel like no one's saying yes look at my paycheck as a woman as to how much I make but I do want you to understand the fact that if we're both going to be happy and going after our dreams whatever that is and as a family I feel like though we should be both taking on roles in the household that helps the 
family dynamics be a healthy environment for the both of us instead of one person carrying the majority of the burden and at this point sometimes I look at it I'm like yeah I see all these women they go to work they have kids they go home they have to worry about the babysitter they have to worry about everything when that article we read where the woman was like you know during this pandemic when everything shut down she's having a conversation with her husband and he's more focused on the fact that oh my god like how am I going to do my work while I'm at home and she's focused on how the kids going to go to school and I'm going to do my work remotely so I don't know like I think I think that's more of an individual experience I mean I do agree with you like at the same time it's like but I think that's where society comes into play it's like I don't want to say males are blind, but it's almost as if they're blind or ignorant to the to that aspect of thing. It's like, oh, my wife is this person, but she got the kids as well. She's she can multitask or she's she's good, right? And it's like they are so narrow-minded. I mean, listen, if you are a male and you don't like that term, but y'all, y'all very straightforward, one lane, can't see the other two sides. I'm just hulking like you know and that that's that's just what it is and lucky for women we are good at multitasking I can be on a video call and still feed the baby at the same time and make and make sure that I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do and I feel like sometimes I'm not saying a male can't do it but it is a challenge and they have to learn that but it's not difficult to learn but they have to learn it but going back to what you were saying though I think that what I mean by it's a individual experience, I think sometimes the script can flip, right? Like you, I know people who are like where the dad, like I have a friend of mine where he works in finance and he had to deal with kids at home doing video call at the same time and make sure the baby goes to bed and make sure all of this, make sure they eat, make sure they do that. Meanwhile, the wife is doing something completely opposite. And then I have other friends where it's the opposite, where the woman is the one that's working, but also teaching in class, but also has to worry about the baby. I have to go feed the baby or I have to do this and I have to do that. And then you also have couples who work half and half. I feel like it's all about your partner and the person that you're with. Like if that person get out of the narrow mind part, or out of the traditional part, then they give you that balance that you need. And I do believe that COVID-19 gave people that time of their life where they had to experience that double standard part where they're like, okay, now we at home, we just sit together and figure it out together, or this is not gonna work. Like, because it, it, it became a challenge. Like maybe before COVID, mom was able to do that. But now we are not able to do that. Like, you know, maybe in the morning I'm on the call, in the afternoon you're on the call, you had to break, you have to find, figure out the balance. And I think that's where the individual part came to play. But with that article, it just shed a light on what, on the fact that women are still struggling with that part. Like with the fact that we still are expected to come home and do the laundry. 
we still are expected to come home and prepare a meal for our partner, right? But what if she can't do it? Can you do it? Can you come home and cook for your wife just because she couldn't do it? Like, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's it, it's a based on a case-to-case basis. Like, I was reading an article and there was a comment in one of the articles that we were reading based on the TED Talk called Gender Roles Then Versus Now, right? And one other person was like very, very kind of like in, in his comment, very critical of women in being independent and the fact that we working and it's like, and then he said that the woman before, like a long time ago, they used to be the real woman, but the woman now they are not. And, and I was like, how am I not a real woman just because I'm a robot? I'm a robot. It's like, I'm not a real woman just because I work, just because I want to push boundaries. Like, it's like, because I'm not following your orders. I'm not letting you tell me what to do whenever you want it or like whatever it is. It's like, I'm challenging you in a way. And it's like, and there's a lot of men who still think that way. Like, you know what I mean? And if you are fortunate enough to be in a relationship with a partner where you you come home and that person cook a meal for you, then that's great. That person at least understand it. And like you were saying before, I think it's a, a 50-50 way. It's a good way. Like you can still be the breadwinner and I'm a breadwinner and we both put it together and win. Like, I don't think it, it has to be about, it's all about you, always you. If it's not you, then you're not going to be seen as a man or as a husband I don't know. I feel like it's it's just something that I don't know if it's something that we will continue dealing with, but I think that maybe with more men being more open to the idea of working together with the woman instead of me versus you, that's what's going to shift the that narrative in itself. I feel like as we technically like the guy was saying oh you know women have changed it's kind of like women are entering this the the ring like we're entering the professional ring right it's not like we we have never had the capability of do to do all the things that they like men have done in society however because like we were reading also you know there were other places other cultures that did not go by the idea of the patriarchal society there i think it's matriarchal society but we're not saying it wrong like I do every word but you know that were led by women it's just the idea of patriarchal society took over because obviously of you know globalization imperialism and all the other aspects colonies and stuff like that so I don't think men I think men have lived in this society for so long where they were in charge because it's not that long ago women were granted the idea the right to vote like granted the right to vote to make a decision of who's going to make laws and govern them so it's not that long ago and i feel like also the idea of women stay at home 
and this it was just so perfect is this idea that's being sold to people but a lot of women would stay at home and were living in poverty with stay at home wives and people were living in poverty to where the little boys had to go to work before a grown woman could get a job a job that could help you know support their family or whatever so the idea I feel like sometimes like women's role in society and bringing up society as a whole I feel like it's always is diminished it's like oh society was way better when she stayed home and didn't enter the men's field now you know the boys club now they're part of the boys club and you'll have it oh women always have an opinion it's like sometimes they might have a better opinion than you or they see it from a different point of view so don't be so close-minded oh they don't listen I don't think all women don't listen just like I don't think all people don't listen just like I don't think all men are chauvinistic is I feel like though as a society we're evolving and we need to understand the like you know each other the counterpart and understand that we're working together and not try to work against each other so my thing is and my hope is that as we move forward in society is we would be more in tune with you know picking up with the like picking up with the other person's weak at and you pick up with the other person's weak at if one of you guys is better at balancing your checkbook but when you're thinking about your bills versus your expenses versus your income and your plan to save one of you might be better at math that's good one of you might be better at negotiating. One of you may be better at planning, like planning vacations. One of you may be a better cook. It doesn't have to be most chef or men. I'm so confused as to why people expect women to cook. Most famous chef are men. So maybe that's also, a, that's weird because everybody expects women to cook. Like, oh, actually there was the funniest thing somebody said. It's probably not part of this, but... This guy said, this guy asked me, do I cook? I'm like, I don't understand. What do you mean, do I cook? You know, like, do you cook for your man? I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? And he was like, oh, you know, I like a woman that cooks. And then I was just like, I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. And he was like, well, you know, something about, you know, if you don't cook, you can't keep a man. I was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, yeah. And then I said, so how many baby mamas you have? Well, you know, like, uh, uh, I have like a few. I said, so do they cook? Well, yeah. I was like, so what happened? Why'd you leave the first one to go to the second to go to the third? And it was just like, you just bought this criteria on which you're going to judge me. Do you still eat at their house? Well, yeah. But I was like, but none of their cooking kept you, huh? It's funny you said that. The same thing happened to me with the same question. And I literally stopped talking to that guy. I remember I was at York at that time. It's like, oh, I want to know, do you do you, do you cook? Do you know how to cook? I'm like, no. He's like, what do you mean you don't know how to cook? How can you be Haitian and don't know how to cook? Well, I don't because I don't like to cook. Guess what? My husband's going to be cooking for me. Well, I guess you ain't going to have any husband. Guess what? You ain't going to get any girl either because <laughs> you don't know how to cook. Like, what if I'm sick? Are you going to be able to make, you're not going to be able to make anything for me? 
They're going to let me die? He's going to be like that guy. I think it was someone, B. Smith. Like, his wife is sick and he had a whole other woman. But the point of the matter is, whatever we say are masculine or feminine, that's not going to make someone stay with you. And my thing is, each relationship, I think people, I think what it is, is relationships are changing in terms of gender expectation and gender roles. And some people don't realize to me that with the change, they have to change as well and adapt, right? And it's just like when they say have the icebox, the people who are in the icebox business, the refrigerator came out, they're like, oh, the refrigerator is not going to last. Nobody's looking for icebox now. Like, I'm not looking for you to bring me a block of ice <laughs> to put in a box so I can keep my food fresh. So, again, it's called evolution. And, you know, like, you know, in society, yes, people used to be hunters and gatherers. Eventually, you know, we sat down, we started civilization. Eventually, with civilization came different dynamics of society and society's evolving. And to me, at the end of the day, gender role, gender expectation, patriarchal society, irregardless, evolving, people, evolution, that's what I'm trying to say, evolution is going to happen to me, and I feel like you either adapt, or you're going to get left behind. Yeah, I agree. I think that the narrative needs to, to be changed, it needs to be different, we shouldn't still be in the same struggle that we were in like 20, 50 years ago. I think, I feel like it's still the same thing. Like people are not getting it on with the program. Like get with the program. It's that simple. Women are taking over and not in a bad way. It's just that, but also it's not my fault that you are, you know what? I'm, I'm digressing. I was going to say, it's not my fault that you are, <laughs> it's not my fault that you are lazy and you don't want to do certain things and you're letting me do the work. I do what I got to do. Like women's are very passionate people. We, we said, we, we do what we got to do. We are go-getters. And that's not a bad thing. Like, I feel like they feel like it's a bad thing. Like you give that, that example of, of the igloo and the like, you know, the ice box versus the refrigerator. And it's like, I can still do both, right? I mean, you can still have both. Like somebody might still want to have ice box and still want to have a refrigerator at home. It still does the same thing. Like, you know, you can still have both. I'm not, I'm just saying, like, I can still do both. Like, you know what I mean? I can still be a mom and also be a provider. And because there's a lot, there are a lot of women who cannot, who doesn't like, who don't have like a, a partner to be the breadwinner for them. And I felt like because of the way we are seeing women, we are keeping them from being a breadwinner, from providing for their family the way that they're supposed to, because we feel intimidated by a woman. Like as a man, you feel intimidated by that person. And the point that we're trying to make is that we need more women to speak up for themselves, stand up for yourself. When you feel like you're being wrong, call that person out. Like, you know, 
you're doing something wrong and like you know and also if you if you feel like you are being wrong and you can be offered an opportunity because sometimes there are people out there that actually are looking for hardworking people so take that opportunity somewhere else you will be appreciated for so somewhere else there's nothing wrong with walking away sometime and i think that having more conversation about this also is important the role the roles has changed for sure like you know from the way that it used to be it has changed from the way that people used to perceive women it is different um but i also think that all those changes also happen because a lot of men in relationship are also changing with that they are more open to accepting how relationship is becoming different because a woman can be like you know there are fathers who are working more at home and then there are mothers who are going out to work in in the work in the workplace and then you also have both of them at home working together or whatever the role is it changes but it also changes because the person that you're with or the the people who are around you embrace you for who you are and and I do think that the more that we are open to talk about it the better i hope that at least you guys really enjoy this episode as much as i did thank you for listening to this episode i'm rochelle i'm armid please don't hesitate to follow us on instagram at journey underscore of underscore anr and listening to us on google podcast spotify and apple podcast as well and rate us whenever you get a chance leave us a comment also you can follow us on twitter journey underscore of underscore anr bye laters